Hey guys, welcome back for another edition of Tennis Picks and Bets here on the Mayo Media Network. I'm your host, John, and we're ready for day four and to conclude round two at the Australian Open. Before we get to the bets, as always, make sure to like the video, comment with your favorite bet for day four down below, and smash that subscribe button. Even turn on that bell if you want notifications to make sure you don't miss any coverage from the Mayo Media Network of any of their sports, whether it be picks, bets, daily fantasy. They've got you covered throughout the sporting world. Also, make sure to head over to your favorite podcast app and rate, review, and subscribe to Daily Fantasy Sports Picks and Bets, The Mix. Now, let's get into day four. We'll start on the men's side here. We're going to go with a slight favorite in Alex Molchan going up against Pablo Andahar. Two players on different trajectories in their career. Andahar, 35, career somewhat winding down, never really that strong of a hard quarter at any point. Came through against Demir Jumer, who sometimes can have, you know, bouts with himself on court in terms of his attitude and anger spilling over into the match. I think we saw that a bit in the first and third sets of his loss to Andahar against Alex Molchan, who's an ascending player, really took a step forward last year, especially on hard court. Started the year known as a clay quarter at the challenger level, the lower minor league circuit, if you will, in tennis. And this year, all of a sudden, is playing at the main tour competing with some tour regulars and looks to be a multi-surface player now. You can back, the, I have the minus three games here at about even money, but the money line minus three games or minus one and a half sets all look really nice in terms of the pricing to me. In terms of this video, we're going with minus three games at around even money. Going again, back the player on the up and up, someone who's been informed, someone who looks really good and has that rally tolerance that you're going to need, that ability to not commit a ton of unnecessary, unforced errors against someone like Andahar, whose only real skill here is going to be trying to wait out said errors, uh, something that Alex Molchan is not going to give him. So again, we're going to back Molchan minus three at even money. Also on the men's side, our underdog of the day, if you will, is Thomas Mahach against Maxime Cressy at plus 135. I think we're going to get two very, very uh, good young players, young-ish, if you will. Uh, Maxime Cressy starting to peak now, not in his early 20s per se, but certainly at the height of his career. Same goes for Mahach, who's one of many talented young Czech players on the men's side. And he's looked really good. He hasn't lost a match yet. He won a challenger event leading in two Australian Open qualifiers, that he qualified last week for the Australian Open, and here he is in the second round, having defeated fellow youngster Juan Manuel Serundolo in his opening match. Cressy beat the veteran John Isner. Obvious parallels to be drawn there. Both guys very, very tall, very serve-oriented. Cressy, a little bit different than big John Isner, though. Not only does he have that huge first serve, he's he has a throwback style where he serves and volleys, loves to come into the net, does it at an extremely high rate, something we haven't seen in quite some time since the big three of Federer, Nadal, and Djokovic took over and became experts at passing shots. That was a strategy that was largely abandoned. Well, Cressy's bringing it back. So why do we go with Mahach in this spot? I think, one, he's got the power game. He's got the serve to stick with Cressy. He's not going to be the only, you know, you don't want to take a guy against Cressy who doesn't have a very effective serve because then you're going to be he's going to be under pressure all the time while not seeing a lot of breakpoint opportunities himself. Mahach is going to have the requisite serve to be able to stay in that match with Cressy and keep things close. So if we're going to see a lot of close sets, we've got power matchups but you're getting 
a more you know dynamic player in Mahach. I'm going to lean towards the plus money in this spot every single time. So again, Mahach plus 135 against Cressy on the money line. Finally, we jump over to the women's side where we're going to take Sorana Kirstea minus four and a half games against uh, Christina Kuchova. This is available at minus 110. It ranges down to about minus 120 at some books. Worth it either way. If you can get the minus 110, definitely jump on that. It's just in a different league than Christina Kuchova, if we're being honest. The Romanian has done a great job over the past year of really honing her game. And what I mean by that is she's always had the power. She loves to hammer the tennis balls out there. The problem has been in the past the unforced errors. And if she's on her game one day, she can win. If she's committing errors, she would lose. And now we saw last year a little bit of adaptation. That was especially true when we saw her go and win a clay tournament not exactly her best surface historically and she's that uh, that ability to play with a little bit more margin for error in her game is going to translated well onto the clay and she's really kept that going she absolutely throttled petra kavitova one of the better servers and hitters on tour in the opening round now taking on someone who again more of a clay quarter more of an itf high level itf low level wta player here uh, the rankings, I don't usually bring up rankings in these videos because sometimes they're not always applicable, right? Someone could build a ranking on clay courts and could have a high ranking, but it doesn't necessarily mean anything in a hard court match. In this spot, I think it is fairly indicative, uh, the gulf between a top 40 player and someone barely inside the top 100 at around 95, 96 in the world. I think that tells you all you need to know. I have this line out to minus five, minus five and a half even. So if you can get that minus four and a half, I think you've got a nice uh, a nice little edge on the spread with Kirstea. All right, thanks for watching, guys. We'll be back for day five as the third round will get underway from Melbourne.